show. Well, the game may be over, but the best Hawkeye analysis is just getting started. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Ross Peterson and Travis Justice are taking your calls. Sound Off. This is your home for the Hawkeyes. News Radio 1040. WHO. Hour number three of the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off at News Radio 1040 WHO. For everybody who has called, and we've had well over 40 calls tonight, thank you so much. We are six deep already. When one line hangs up, another line's calling. We want to keep that going for the next hour because we only have one more hour to take your phone calls. And don't forget, when you come on the air with us, we want your one-word description of how you're feeling after Purdue's 24-15 win over the Iowa Hawkeyes today. Before we get back to the phones, a couple tweets. Uh, Jeff says, I love Sally! Exclamation point. Rob <laughs> says, Bossy Sally has you two whipped. Yeah, Ross and I might have a crush. We, we have a radio a little crush. Bit. Yeah, a little bit and we're not going to lie with you. Yeah. And Eli says, so in Sally's world, our team can only be as good as our most athletic fan. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, welcome to Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off on News Radio 1040 WHO. Well, Sally's level of awesomeness was unparalleled. More Sally, less cyclone trolls. <laughs> like, I, wanted to, I wanted to hear her run some southern drawl smack about the how the overrated fighting mullets got beat by the vampire. Yeah, that's true. That's well, true. 45-40 Kansas State Yeah, over Kansas Oklahoma State over State. Oklahoma State. What's your one word, Troy? Manic. Football makes fans manic. Yeah, we're either word. riding high like a gambler on a winning streak or we're, we're down in the dumps, flat, flat broken, busted, and penniless. <laughs> that's, totally, that's great. Yeah, total elation or, or total depression. And I think when it gets late in the season – the game feeds off things like that in a game like this when you have a critical penalty on a on a punt that leads yeah. to a score when you turn the ball over when you drop passes and yeah what what's more demoralizing for fans and and players drop passes sacks turnovers and penalties and this time in the season you know Pitt Purdue is a hungry team you could tell they're hungry they're an up and coming program and it just seems like in football, the, the game feeds off that. And you saw it in – it affects everything. It affects decision-making. When you're down 15 points, every level of football, you score, kick the PAT, so that, so that the onside kick means something. So you have a meaningful chance. And then a lot of times, then you see the team kick it out of bounds and choke that way. But anyway, uh, just a tough, tough game. Uh, interested to see how – Next week unfolds against the future fighting Scott Frost. Uh, and uh, just really enjoy you guys bringing us sound off this year. But that was a tough one to take. But Manic is totally what it's all about for being a fan. Troy, you know this, man. Travis and I wouldn't be anywhere else on Saturdays. We uh, we love this. It's it's a blast. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for the phone call, buddy. And the Boilermakers, after producing one first down, must punt it away. A low snap, and the Hawks almost got it, but they did get the punter. And that's going to bring a flag out. They were going for the block. Personal fault, roughing the kicker. Oh, boy. Number 52, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. And that led to a touchdown. Yeah. (laughs) Love Gary. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, oh did, boy. You can feel it. Oh, boy. Oh, buddy boy. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Now, I, I want to I change some things up here, okay? Because he called in earlier, but we didn't get a word from him. Yes, because he might have had 
to we, just leave. Well, and he might have got upset. Yeah. I mean, we had some people calling in that uh, were, were mad earlier in the show. But now it's time for Tommy from Des Moines. What, What's up, Tommy? What's your one word, Tommy? My one word is unbelievable. Nice. Good word. Uh, my my criticism is good. Uh, right away, I had a phone call, and I tried to get back to you, but I couldn't. I, I didn't know how to operate my phone. Well, that's right. all right, Tommy. That's we're fine, we're Tommy. glad you got back but, to us, my, buddy. My, my point is this. I agree with a lot of the people that have called in, but I don't like these counties come lately. I, I followed Iowa since 1956. And that a long time, uh, and I am an old man. I am, I am old. But the bottom line is this: uh, I will need a new coach and a new offensive coordinator. And uh, the play calling is unbelievable. I just, what what can you say? It was it it, 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 it was great. It was a god awful game. <laughs> Tommy's quoting Sally. Sally has <laughs> arrived when Tommy's quoting you. Everybody's get, yeah, see, Tommy, you have competition now. Everybody wants to hear your call every week, and they're going to hear Sally's call every week now. Absolutely, and more power to Sally. Yeah. Thanks for the phone call, Thanks, Tommy. Tommy. <clears throat> see you soon, buddy. You know, there was a time when Tommy boycotted us. Tommy went yeah, like two didn't... years without calling us. Yep, yeah, he was mad at us. That I think it was he didn't get through the second year. He boycotted us an entire first year. And then the second year, it was about this week. It was like week 10 yeah. that Tommy called in, and it, it all has been right with the world ever since. Jason, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off and News Radio 1040 WHO. Jason, Hello? hey, what's up? Hey, uh, uh, my one word, I guess, would be baffled. Ooh, good uh, word. I, I, I don't know how Iowa can go from looking, looking like they can hang with anybody against Ohio State. I mean... At that point, I would have said Georgia or one of the top SEC teams. Then we go to Wisconsin. I, I understandably their defense is pretty solid, and then we go down here today and we just crap our pants. And I went into this game today with the mindset of that game that was alluded to earlier from 2007. It was actually Western Michigan. Yeah, sorry, I said Central Michigan, Jason. Thank you. Yeah, and. Uh, so, you know, I figured this was a game I would win. I, my mom my mom went with me. It was her first game at Kinnick. And I, I reminded her that my first game at Kinnick, they laid the egg against Western Michigan. And, and just to be prepared. And this, this is what happened. But it's just, it, it's baffling because last I checked, the, the roster's the same as it was two weeks ago as it is today and last week. And I guess that we're not going to get all sexy in one year. To go from vanilla. I'm just looking for some Neapolitan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Jason. I think you, you you can break it down on execution at some level today. I mean, you had a lot of dropped passes. You had very timely ter- uh, penalties. Um, you, you, the special teams was a disaster, and it, it didn't did nothing to help out the offense or defense. All of that stuff is execution, and that it, that's. Part of the ups and downs of having a young team, but man, it's it just seems like such a kind of sounds like an excuse a little bit, Travis. I think it's the reason, but it sounds like an excuse. Two eight four ten forty. Let's go to Ford. Ford, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off and News Radio ten forty WHO. 
Howdy, how you guys doing? Doing well, Good. Ford. How are you, sir? Good. I'm a little intimidated following Tommy. It's like Lou Bega going on after the Beatles. It's not a good feeling. <laughs> well, so you can um, start off by your one word. Yeah, there you go. Do your mambo number five right now, Ford, and we'll be all right. My one word is going to be Jethro's, because the only way I think I can erase the memory of this game is by going for some half-price Wing Tuesday. <laughs> so, that, that's, uh, that's where we're at. And speaking of which, I looked on your guys' Twitter earlier today when I was seeing if you were going live. I didn't notice any picture of, of the Jethro's. You know, I, you know I, forgot to tweet, I forgot to tweet out a picture of the food. We did have the food on our Facebook Live. And since you've been paying attention uh-huh. for it, we'll, we'll pull the curtain back just a little bit here. See, we used to do the Facebook Live videos with our phones, but Travis figured out this really nice setup with his laptop so we can just sit down. So now we don't necessarily move the camera around the studio like we used to. We, today, uh-huh. if you go look at our Facebook Live photo, Sean Roberts and I actually brought the food over to the camera and presented it Vanna White style. That's awesome. Some of that... Uh some of those Jethro spreads can look pretty NC-17, so I always look forward to it. Nothing today, but maybe I'll just get on Facebook. Yeah, I can can tell you, though, we had two racks of ribs. We had a buffalo chicken wrap. Uh, They had the, the, what's the, man. We had the Parmesan chicken fingers. Those have become a regular every week. What's the one with all the different meats on it, Sean? Uh, The brisket platter. home, Home and garden something yeah. i mean it was yeah we had the brisket platter so it had burnt ends in it sliced brisket shredded brisket <laughs> we won today Sounds like a good day it was <laughs> so i'll touch on just a couple of things because i'm out here in idaho i don't get any jethro well so dan says you can't be a friend <laughs> um so losing to northwestern or a school like that be okay but losing to a school like purdue it just it, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth i mean it's a pseudo diploma mill and they're most famous for their, their you know, most illustrious alumni basically faked the moon landing, right? So um, it's a little disappointing to drop a game to them. Um, now, listening to, to what a lot of the fans are saying, um, you know, I, I find it hard to believe that people really don't trust our coach. They're calling it nepotism. They're calling a lot of different things. And I have absolutely... No doubt in my mind that our coach's son has the tools that we need to be successful and run an exciting offense. We've run an exciting offense for the last couple of years. Oh, wait. This was my script for the Iowa basketball call-in show. So I'll just uh, scrap that one real quick. But Ford, go ahead and put that um, one by the side because we might, be, uh, we might be unveiling a basketball sound off this year. Just a little, oh. little long tease there. Please do. That'd be great. So I have a, a, one more thing that I noticed, and then going to ask you guys to maybe uh, give some input. So the thing I noticed, it was a tough day for Gary Dalton, too. He was given a lot of reads at the end of the show, and I noticed he mentioned the Lord's name in vain. So, you know, this was just a tough day on everybody. So hope he gets past that one. Um, then lastly, I've heard several times on the commercials, they're talking about the Carlos O'Kelly's call-in show for Kirk Ferentz. But I have a feeling with the way that we've been playing the last couple of years, they may not renew that partnership. What do you think would be a valid place to have Kirk Ferentz's call-in show in the future? Oh, boy, that's a loaded question, Ford. I mean, really, so we've got to take the logistics out of it, okay, because really they have to do a, a, a place around Iowa City. Yeah. But for the fun of this, 
I mean, Jethro's would be a great spot. The, it would the, be. the Bacon and Bacon has a stage in the yes. corner. Like we did our, I mean, our pregame show there last year. Gary could come into Des Moines. What did Gary do again? Uh, did you I, hear something? Cause no, man, we, I didn't hear it. Who knows? Uh, it was a rough day. Let's, Gary, let's call the show. 284 <laughs> Give us a call, Gary. We'd love to know about it. Uh, Mike is up next here on Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. How you doing, Mike? Good. How are you doing? Doing well, Good. sir. So my one word is Hindenburg. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, you know, you got a state-of-the-art, you know, luxury liner that comes in and ports and, um, you know, uh, dysfunctions and and then blows up. You know, senior day, it, it just blows up. Wow. Rhymes with Vandenberg. Sorry. But why, for the whole season, are they letting this guy just uh, catch punts and stand there? Why not put uh, Josh Jackson in there? Heard some people mention Josh Jackson as a as a playmaker back there. Well, we right. saw I, – I know fielding a punt is different than a kickoff. Yep. But Amir Smith-Marset – had Took a great yeah, had a fifty return, yard kickoff yeah. return today. I think I Okay, th- you got a you, you got a punt return for a touchdown this year? Oh no. No, no Mike. No, you haven't had, had a special teams. You got a fifteen yarder? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you you might be on the long end of it there, Mike. Right. <laughs> You're right. Hindenburg, sorry. Rhymes with Vandenberg. You guys have a good night. See you, Thanks, Mike. Mike. 284-1040-284-1040. They, they thought that um you look at it and you look at those big plays and Picking on a couple guys and you know throwing it to uh, throwing it to 21, which is I think he was a great receiver. Um, mm-hmm. And they had that win behind them. You know that's uh, that's one thing we needed to try to execute, especially during the third quarter when they had that win behind them. Josie Jewell talking about that disastrous third quarter for the Hawks as they lose to Purdue today, 24 to 15. Iowa now six and five on the season, three and five in the Big Ten. The regular season closes out next Friday uh, against Nebraska at. Nebraska. Let's go back to the phones at 284-1040. Pete, what is your one word? And welcome to the Jethro's hey, Barbecue Sound. My Santa. one word is, is, I'm feeling optimistic about this word, it's basketball. <laughs> I like it, Pete. There you go, <laughs> man. I, I thought the last, I've been on here 30 minutes holding in the last uh, couple callers ago, and then right before break, you're talking about basketball, and I thought you got to stomp all over me. Uh, <laughs> two quick uh, other things. I think uh, Nebraska. I think Kurt Farron, a couple of years ago, Bo Perini had the cat, took it to practice and everything. Maybe that's what Kurt needs is a cat. Oh, the cat. That was faux Perini, but yeah, yeah, I know, oh. what you, okay, I know what you mean, yeah. And last thing, good kid uh, from Purdue, Kyle Orton. He was a QB over there probably seven, eight years ago. Yep. Ten years ago. Anyway, good yeah. show. Thanks. Thanks right. a lot. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it. I like Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton, one of those uh, Iowa athletes that I don't think we give enough because he left the state praise to. Like Kyle Corver, y'all don't give enough praise to Kyle Corver. Becky on Twitter says, "My one word is non-attendance. If fans quit buying tickets, change will come. Don't go to whatever bowl they might land in. It's not the kids playing." It's the coaching. This is what I was talking about with that uh, caller, Scott, about an hour ago. His word was pathetic, and he talked about having season tickets for 42 years, from 1968 until 2010. He's not alone, Travis. We had we talked about this a few years ago, that it seemed like there was they had a hard time trying to resell those season tickets. There was a drop-off going into the undefeated season. 
Um, and I think that you're still seeing some of those lingering effects. It's really hard to win people back once they've adopted those creature comforts at home. Oh, my goodness, we have one line open. It's the first time since 7.01 tonight. We don't like to see empty spaces. 284-1040. 284-1040. Colin, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. My one word is numb. I am uh, I'm numb to this because it seems like we always could get that high that high when we get a win that we shouldn't get, and then all of a sudden we we end up losing games that we should win, and it just makes a guy numb. That's a good word, Colin. That's a new one. And you know I, I know everybody's kind of on the coaching staff, and I get that. I do. You know, going back to the day that. Parents was hired. I was I was in the Bob Stoops corner when they were looking when Oklahoma was looking to and they beat him there they beat us to him and but but here's the thing you know Kirk Ferentz has done a lot for the university I don't know absolutely I don't know what other coaches do around the country but I know Kirk Ferentz donates millions of dollars back to the university in one way shape or form I don't know if that's normal across the board you know if other coaches are doing that. We owe Kirk Ferentz a lot of money, or, or a lot—not maybe a lot of money, but a lot, of, a lot of credit for for the money that he donates back. And and he's never going to embarrass the university. He's always going to be a stand-up guy. You don't have to worry about anything being dirty with the program. And you know, all that being said, my 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 concerns are: we've given the guy everything. We've got we've upgraded facilities to the to the max. You know, we've got donations. We've we've made. Kinnick uh, Stadium, we've redone that. We've, we've done all this stuff, and it doesn't seem like we can still draw the, the big-time recruits that it takes to be playmakers. All right, Colin, i got to put you on hold. Thanks for the phone call. 284-1040. One line open now. One line open. Might as well fill it right back up. You, he brings up a lot of good points. He does, yeah. Unfortunately, we don't have time to expand we'll in, on We'll that. get into them. Fox News Radio, I'm Chris DeMeo. A free speech rally in Boston with pro-Trump demonstrators facing off with anti-Trump demonstrators. The so-called free speech and anti-Marxism rally billed as a rally for the republic was more like a shouting match. The anti-Marxists, who carried flags and wore hats supporting President Donald Trump, were outnumbered by the self-described socialists 10 to 1. Fox's Bill Marcus, at least two people were arrested. The Clinton Foundation hosting a 25th anniversary celebration in Little Rock, Arkansas of Bill Clinton's presidential election victory. The former first lady blasting President Trump. Honestly, between tweeting and golfing, how does he get anything done? I don't understand it. The event marked the 13th anniversary of the Clinton Presidential Center's grand opening. Fox News. We report. You decide. It closes, gets rid of it, caught, running as Hawkinson. First down across the 35, up to the 37-yard line of the Boilermakers. Jessica on Twitter, at SoundOffWHO, says, Hey, Ross, Travis, Iowa had 192 more yards on offense this week than last week. So I'm just trying to find the positive. <laughs> Listen, when you look at the stats of this game, yeah, it will not look like the football game that you watched. When you see... Total yards separated by, I've got, I'm going to pull some of these out of here, Travis, because I didn't want to, uh, what, 40, 294 to 258. Passing yards, 229 to 176. First downs, 20 to 17. Rushing yards, Iowa actually won, 82 to 65. 
you can look at some of these stats and go, well, that looks like it would have been a pretty close game. It wasn't. No. And it was and it was the little things. It's dropped passes. It's penalties at the wrong time. It's special teams. 284-1040. Remember, when one line drops off, one opens, so feel free to call. They're all full right now, so you might get a busy signal. Just wait for the little click. Joe, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Uh, how are things tonight? You've walked back off the ledge a little bit? Yeah, we're, I think so. We're, we're trying. We're trying. Yeah. What's, your one, what's your one word, Joe? Um, boy, I've debated, but confused. That's, good one. That's the that's first, good one. T- first time somebody's used that, and that's a great one, Joe. Yeah. Boy, they, no one seems to know what anything's going on, doing or anything. You know, and after a couple three adult beverages coming from the game back home, so the attitude's now adjustment adjusted. Uh, to Tommy's call earlier, would you really trust Gary Barta in right, uh, hiring the right football coach? Uh, no, I wouldn't, actually. And that ends that one. Then on the other one, you know, as, as depressed as we all are, numb, whatever all the words we've used, I kind of think that we did after the first quarter and look over across the street and you see a bunch of kids up in the window just looking for that wave. Kind of puts things in context. Yeah. You see a young kid on three IV pumps. And, you know, it's a game. Uh, we like to win, but, boy, those kids are in a fight for their life. So, you know, that helps us bring it all back in, into context. So I guess we'll see next week what we got going, and we take a step forward from there. And God, I hope Gary Barta doesn't hire a football coach. All right, thanks. <laughs> so you must feel the same way I do, Joe. <laughs> pretty much all right i want to get to these because our buddy luke meredith from the associated press has put together some really good stuff on twitter here in just the last couple of minutes and i I don't want to be paraphrasing this stuff because it's too good to do that and it's about the wave and i I apologize that i'm kind of stalling here this here we go he says listen y'all organically and collectively agreed to cooperate in an experiment of kindness to make extraordinary brave and scared kids battling horrible stuff feel like for a moment that it wasn't that bad. And you inspired everyone across the country to be a bit kinder. Eight and five, seven and six, six and seven. It was a good year. It was a good year. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. But it could have been better. And it should be the better. The year could have been better. Yeah. I think that that's, the, that's perspective, yeah. though. That's, real, that's yes, really good. Yes. I don't want to... I don't want to sound like I don't care because I do care, and I think it's a great thing. But you have to separate the two as well. You're right. You're, I, and I don't think anybody's trying to conflate them. Yeah. I think it's just that's perspective. I, I mean, but hey. that's but that's also the easy out to say. Well, well, I don't think it's an out, Travis. I think it's just a perspective. Okay. You know, we're look at the words that we've had today. We're confused. We're yeah. Uh, you know, we've had uh, people that were are depressed. Um, I think that's good perspective of hey by the way with all this stuff that we're mad about with this 6 and 5 football team some really cool stuff is going to come from this 2017 year. Randy, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. How's it going? Good. What's what's your one word, Randy? Unacceptable and I also thought about Lickleider-esque. Ooh. Because it makes me want to fall asleep when I watch them on offense. Wow. Just yeah. like I did watch him look lighter when he coached basketball. I mean, it's just pathetic. It's like watching watching paint dry, getting your eyes gouged out. And to, to be fair, Randy, and, and and I've said this a lot. You go back two weeks ago when that when that offense is clicking, when things when you dominate your opponent, the offense is great. But when you're not 
beating the guy across from you, when you're not executing, the offense looks horrible. And that's the way with any team. You can run a spread and look horrible. You can run tempo and look horrible. Because if you're not beating the guy across from you, it just doesn't look that good. There's nothing wrong with Iowa's offensive scheme. Now, there's some things to, you know, you, you can make adjustments. But if you if the guys you line up across and you can beat, I mean, look, at, Wisconsin's not sexy. Would you call Wisconsin sexy? No. No, but they line up and just beat you. Yep. And that's what's frustrating, Randy, and, and, and I'm feeling your pain. They they do what we they do Iowa better than Iowa does, and it's it's really frustrating. One of the things that I was thinking about during the game, we don't really blitz or show any 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 uh, signs of blitzing when we play defense. How's our offense going to learn how to block that when we don't even practice it? I mean, you'd think that they practice it, but to get ready for these teams doing it to them, but. I mean, we don't we don't use it, so how are we going to get used to it? Appreciate it, Randy. I, I yep. think your I think your assumption is right. They practice it. I think when when you're going up against a team and you know they're going to put nine guys in the box, that's what you practice against. Two eight four ten forty. We got one line. Well, we did have one line open. This is amazing, Matt. Welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Greetings from San Antonio. My word would get your license yanked. So, so I'm not going to go there. <laughs> we've had a I, couple I of four letter Matt. We've had a couple four letter words: limp, I, ugly, numb. Um, well, mine would have been a a longer version of a word that English word equivalent to caca. But uh, okay. uh, I, I think I would go with I think I would go with Titanic. At least my hopes sunk about that fast. Hmm. Um, that, but to a few callers ago, I think I'd have to change it to barf. Now, I agree Kirk Ferentz has done a lot for Iowa, but he's paid to win football games at the University of Iowa, not be a do-gooding gum chewer as he walks down the street. And I'm sick of it. I, you know, I've, I've been, I'm ready. I'm one of the 6-6 six and six crowd that says, you know what, let's get rid of him. Let's make a change before we get stuck with a sad sack of a son as his successor because you know that's going to be in the works. That's what the grooming is for, and we'll never have another fun season again for probably the rest of my life because to get this guy in. You know, I remember the days before Hayden Fry. That wasn't a lot of fun. Everyone's so worried that we're going to go back to that, that they'll settle for this. And I can't for the life of me figure out, someone mentioned basketball. I'm excited about basketball already. But someone said, well, you know, we got rid of Tom Davis, you know, because he was so mediocre. And I thought, how about that? You have a skirt or athletic director who won't tolerate mediocrity when it comes to the basketball program. But for the football program, it's all good. And, and now if they go 6-6 six and six next week, they'll still accept some awful bowl game. You know, and you shouldn't reward players for doing a 50% of a job. But then again, you look at what the deal the head coach has. You know, oh, yeah, mediocre, you betcha. Here, here's a lifetime contract extension. You get seven wins, you have to have 100% buyout. You get eight wins, ta-da, you get a bonus. What is that? In the real world, that gets you fired. Matt, I've said it all along. Gary Barta set the, the, the standard of mediocrity with that contract. By saying that seven, guy must be getting kickbacks from from uh, from Kirk. I can't understand how anyone would think that's a good deal. I mean, it's you know, not. They, they say, "Well, the NFL might be calling." That line stopped ringing ten years ago. As soon as they drop that threat, Gary Bart is down on all fours, and we'll leave it at that. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Two eight four ten forty two eight. Wadley on a cutback touchdown over the goal line. Akram Wadley gives Iowa its first lead of the day. Play a little, bring up that ACDC real quick. 
God rest the soul of Malcolm Young. This is one of the greatest rock and roll albums of all time. And don't even start with me. No, I wouldn't, wasn't going to. Most people know the name Angus. Yes. It was his brother, Malcolm, and him that started the band yeah. AC, ACDC. Put together some of the most classic rock songs of all time. And Malcolm Young passed away today. All right, let's get to the phones. We a massive rush to the end. Matt, what's your one word? Go. Oh, uh, Cedar Street's uh, fly pranks. They uh, they fly and they're done tonight. And they've ended the uh, party for them. Um, It's terrible. I have no idea what you just said, so I'm just going to move on. Let's go to Dale. Dale, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Soundup. I have no idea what he said. I don't have time for it. <laughs> yeah, how y'all doing? I um, what's your uh, one word? The hawk stink. The hawk stink. I mean, I turned it to uh, Fox News because the the Hawks played two good games, Penn State, which I was up there for, and they played that Ohio State game last time I was there. Terrell Pryor and them nipped them in the fourth quarter. That was the real Hawk team that you seen playing Ohio State. They had the new uniforms. I was thinking if they went back to the old uniforms, they dumbed these guys down. What they needed to do, these guys are young guys. You guys are all guys that have phones and you play video games, and they needed to keep those uniforms until they lost. They should have took those uh, uniforms to Wisconsin. See, what they did, they went back to the old mindset to put the old Pittsburgh Steelers uh, uniforms on, and they lost, uh, they, lost their, their mojo. mojo. They lost their mojo. They should have kept doing what they was doing. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And like I told you, they did what they did against Ohio State. They had Wisconsin, when they had those two picks, you looked at the crowd, the people were shocked because that was the Iowa. You got that logo, you're attacking all over the field, then he goes back, wildly left, wildly right, wildly up there. Ain't nobody buying that. And I mean, they know Iowa's plays. They're not buying it. They don't have a mobile quarterback. What happened to the Brad Banks model? He was the runner-up, a Heisman Trophy winner. Well, you get a mobile quarterback when things are breaking down. What about that Ryan Boyle that led down into a couple championships? He's sitting over there holding the clipboard. How come he ain't playing? I mean, they could run him in there for a couple series. I mean, Iowa, you know, it's not like these guys are Alabama. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, that's why I say it's a mindset, and I think that it's time for fans to go. Barter to go, and you might want to throw the wrestling coach in there too because he losing to Minnesota, uh, Penn State, Ohio State, Oklahoma State. Now, if you brought Dan Gable out of retirement, he win the championship. The, uh, the, see, the wrestling coach, he got the boys up there shooting rabbits on campus. That's the reason why I say I think that, man, they, they lost their way up there. I go up there all the time. I got tickets to the Wisconsin game 2018. These guys got a problem up there. They got great players. You can look at the pros. They got great players. But... The coach, is he's too set in his ways, and now you got to attack him all over the field. That ain't going to hold up what they're doing. That ain't going to hold up. And they're going to lose probably against Nebraska, and it's going to be a laugher in the bowl game. They probably end up being six and seven. Ooh, you just made a lot of people mad, Dale. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. Kent, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. What's your one word? Uh, Ooh, good one. And... My comment is, I'm still laughing from the caller before when you said you couldn't understand what he's talking about. But anyway, I was listening to the game on the radio with the Dolphin and Eddie Podolak. Yep. And third quarter, uh, by then I'd already pretty much given up. Third quarter, uh, the Hawkeyes ran a play on offense, and they got zero results out of it. And Eddie Podolak, who I think is one of the smartest guys in football, 
he uh, he said, you know, Gary, that play hasn't worked all year long. Hey, hold on right there, Kent. Nobody open, now throws it into the ground. You know, that play, i got to tell you, Gary, it hasn't worked this entire year. Is that what you're talking about? That's exactly what I'm talking about. And I thought, you know what? That sums it up. And uh, thank you for taking my call. I'm out, buddy. See you, Kent. Appreciate it. Yep. 284-1040. 284-1040. That's, like, that's like magic of radio, man. How'd you do that? Um, it's called really good producing. David, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Yeah, I guess my one word would be offense. Uh, like uh, Dale and others said, uh, it seems like the other team knows our plays. Uh, earlier in the year, I was paranoid. I thought they had our playbook or something. But maybe we're just too predictable. Uh, about the Vandenberg and the punting and the offense, the other team seems to always have better field position, and when they punt, Vandenberg's trying to catch a, a punt in like a 5- or 10-yard line, and that gets tricky. Uh, they can tell the receiver to let it go, get away from it, or what do you do, let it roll into the end zone. But it's bad field position, so the other team's able to drop those punts on the five or six yard line. But today the wind was really blowing hard, and I'm not going to get down. Okay, thanks, David. Appreciate it. Two eight four ten forty. Let's go to Todd. Todd, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. What's your one word? Hey, well, before that, hey Ross, McLean Stadium, Waco, Texas, forty nine thousand. Travis, you remember Todd? He used to call oh, in yes. the morning rush. Yep, He's like yep. a savant on, yep, stadium on stadium capacities. Yeah, go ahead, Todd. What do you got for us, buddy? Hey, boys, one word, schadenfreuden. <laughs> well, the one thing I don't understand is the guy, I, I mean, I, I love watching, listening to this show. This is all, so awesome. The guy earlier calls and he goes, hey, hashtag Iowa State fans, uh, 4341. How about hashtag... Uh, Music City Bowl in Detroit for Christmas. How about that hashtag there, buddy? Man, Todd, we're trying to end on a positive note here. Well, I got one other thing that needs to be said. I I really like the wave that that everybody does to the little kids up there in the intensive care area. But how's that going to help them when they're watching people jump over the East Stands to their death? My God, man. Chris is up next on the Jethro's Barbecue Sound. Your one word, Chris. Uh, my one word, fellas, long-time listener, great show you guys have. Thanks for having Thank me. You. Thank you, Thank you, sir. But but I'll tell you what the one word today is. Chris Moy about the offense as usual. The word is this, insanity. Because you know why I listen to all of us fans? Watch it on TV. You think we watch it? You think we're sick of it? It's the same thing over and over again. It's called the definition of insanity when it doesn't work, gentlemen. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. Two eight four ten forty. Who's up next? Jim. Jim, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Jim, you there? Yeah. What's your one word, Jim? Uh, whiners. Whiners. Okay. <laughs> I think your people that want to get rid of your coach, and then you same people are probably wanting to get rid of Aiden Fry. We had six of them tonight, Jim. We had six different callers. Now, I will say this. We've had we've talked to 52 different Hawkeye fans tonight. So of that, 52, only six of them have said, let's fire Ferentz. So let's not, let's not let this be portrayed as, boy, the, a bunch of Hawkeye fans want him gone. Jason, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. What's your one word? Perplexed. I just don't understand, guys. I was at the Minnesota game for the first drive. I was at the Ohio State game for the whole game, and uh, it just seems like we went back to where we were, you know, 
four or five weeks ago, so I don't quite understand what's going on. My my family and I are watching the game. It's uh, third or fourth quarter. It's fourth and twenty-one, I think, and we call the uh, you know the quarterback uh, draw. I just I don't understand, guys. It's uh, I'd like to get your take. I know we've talked a lot about it, but. I don't. I don't get why we're doing that. So, Jason, um, we we've shared our opinions a lot. We're going to try to get to a few callers here before we wrap things up. Terry is going to continue the the progress here. It's a speed round. Terry, how are you? Uh, I don't know what's wrong with your call screener because I just told him my word was perplexed, and the guy before me does the same thing. Oh, jeez! <laughs> Come on, get it together, <laughs> fellas. The problem is Sean doesn't know what perplexed means. <laughs> I had a coach uh, in high school that used to say. Man, I'm totally perplexed. So that was the word I have for you guys. That's, That's a good one, Terry. Good word, Terry. Appreciate it, buddy. Right, see you, Terry. Final phone call of the Jethro's Barbecue sound off will be Bart. How you doing, Bart? Fine, thanks. What's your word for today? Nepotism. <laughs> I have a feeling I know where this one's going. Yeah, it's, it's just really sad, I think. I went to one game this year. I'm a fan, and I just think maybe it's a mistake to have the offensive coordinator. That, but it it's, it's, it gets goes back to parents, I guess. I'm not. He's done a lot for the school, and I like him when he does well. But they don't seem to adjust. I guess adjustment is. I think Bart just I think Bart just summed up the attitude of every Hawkeye yeah. fan, and that is, I like him when he does well. Bart, thanks for the call. It's a, it's a good way to look at it. That was just three hours of intensive phone calls. Man. We are going to we we want you to do what we're going to do and what the players are going to do. They get twenty four hours to sulk, right? This was your three hours to to vent to let it go. Let's come back next week. Listen, quick let's week, a, man, let's, yeah. Let's have a good Thanksgiving. Right. We'll all gather around here Friday afternoon. Game starts at 3 o'clock. We'll probably be on the air till 11 o'clock, 11.30. Let's go out strong. We'll talk to you Friday right here on News Radio 1040 WHO. We're AM 1040 on your radio and on your smartphone. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. News Radio 1040 WHO Des Moines. First woman mayor, I'm Carmen Roberts, Fox News. LaToya Cantrell wins the runoff election. Almost 300 years, my friends. And New Orleans, we're still making history. City Councilwoman Cantrell defeating a fellow Democrat, former Judge Desiree Charbonnet. And I said to her, congratulations on standing with me on making history because our history was two women who made that runoff. And we both deserve to be proud of that. And I also said that it's about moving forward. Cantrell inherits some big problems in New Orleans, including crime and issues with the city's drainage and drinking water. President Trump and Hillary Clinton taking digs at each other. You know, I'm going to keep speaking out. Apparently, you know, my former opponent is obsessed with my speaking out. <laughs> Apparently there was another somebody told me tweet today. Honestly, between tweeting and golfing, how does he get anything done? I don't understand it. 
Former Secretary of State Clinton speaking to a crowd in Little Rock, Arkansas, after the president tweeted today that, quote, crooked Hillary Clinton is the worst and biggest loser of all time. She just can't stop, which is good for the Republican Party. A disturbing video surfaces. It's a hidden video from 2014 that shows nurses laughing as a World War II veteran repeatedly called for help and died while in their care, the family of 89-year-old James Dempsey of Woodstock, Georgia, hid the camera. They filed a lawsuit and later settled that with Northeast Atlanta Health and Rehab Center. Fox News, fair and balanced.